Blog Talk Radio. What do you do? Gospel. 
Uh, you can also call in and listen. Uh, 619-924-0800 or call in and give us a shout out at your scheduled at the scheduled time. We want you to know that in addition to Block Talk Radio, we are also syndicated on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Let me say that specifically, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Uh, you can reach us there. We are also on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. If you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, which is Global Gospel, uh, you can contact us there and connect with us and send us a friend request like our page and there's also a direct link to each and every episode so please check out global gospel on social media our address if you want to write us you can write global gospel p.o box 5331 that is hempstead new york with the zip code is 11550 you can email us global gospel one seven at gmail dot com. Certainly, we shout out our, our listeners today, just to name a few: the Townsend family, the Norman family, the Stevenson family, the Latham family, the Hernandez family, the Odom family, the Carter family, the Washington family, the Furman family, the Thompson family. We shout out the Bradley family, the Locke family, the Bradell family. We shout out you, you, and you, our listeners. Uh, please. Uh, Leave us a comment on our page, and certainly we will be sure to shout out your name. Let us know that you are listening. Shout out to those that are in the continental United States, the north, the south, the east, the west, those that are in uh, Canada and uh, Brazil, South America, Italy, Spain, Portugal, France, uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, South Africa, Australia, Japan, the United Kingdom, shout out to those of Jamaica, West Indies. We shout out all our listeners, wherever you may be today. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, uh, California, Illinois, Michigan, Georgia. Thank God for you, you, and you. We are delighted to share with you once again, knowing that it is because of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. His compassion fail not great is God's faithfulness. To us, And the reason we are here today is because God's faithfulness, because of his loving kindness and his tender mercies that he allowed us to see another day. We also shout out just a few of our sponsors on today, Abyssinia, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, Sister Lois Glenn Carter, Happy Healthy Functioning, Nicole Lawson, Honor Thy Sweets. Uh, Melanated Beards, Ryan Wilson, a Third Lounge, Abyssinia, Nevaeh's Cake Creations, MPT Enterprise. We thank God for you, for you, and for you. Certainly it is a blessing to share with you all in ministry and in business. If those of you uh, that have tuned in for the first time are not sure what our theme scripture here. At Global Gospel is our theme scripture here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 and it reads but if our gospel be hid it is hid to them that are lost in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them for we preach not ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Today, the gospel is here to free you. The gospel is here to deliver you, to save you. The gospel is comprehensive. It meets every need in your life. If you have a financial need, if you have a physical need, if you have a spiritual need, if you have an emotional need, the gospel of Jesus Christ is there for you on today. Christ came in the likeness of sinful flesh. He came, the Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the father according to John's description. And so Christ came to live and to die and to shed his blood for the remission of our sins that you and I might have a right to the tree of life. 
so that you and I don't have to die, but certainly we have eternal life through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's good news today in a world of the dying that we can have eternal life in a war that in a world that is uh, ridden with war and crime and hurt, hurt hurt and anger and murder that certainly God has a prepared place for his people and certainly we stand on God's word today we stand on his rock uh, we stand on a sure foundation knowing that Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of all prophecy and certainly that he is here to guide us through the day and uh, we are going to take a break and certainly we'll be back and you can uh, gather your thoughts and uh, uh, settle down to get your word together and prepare as we uh, go to the scripture. Certainly we're standing on Christ, the solid rock. Stay tuned and be blessed. Mountains rise and fall. Seasons come and go Father through it all One thing that I know I can trust in you People let you down And life is filled with pain Falling to the ground On my knees to say I can trust in you You were faithful in the storm I was never left alone Oh no, 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 no
this scripture is, is lets us know that um, mankind is on a thin line, and that that thin line will spiral us into eternity. The tree that we're talking about was not only bearing fruit, but its consumption allowed for a determination or assessment that would allow a being that was made in the image of God to make a judgment call as to what was good and evil. Can I submit that God placed a line in time that man would cross? This line was thin, but broad and powerful. In drafting, the harder the lead in the pencil, the lighter the line it produces. And light lines are thin lines, as opposed to softer leads that are darker and thicker. Lines are lines, and they can come in all different shapes, sizes, forms, weightnesses. We know that Adam and Eve story, we know that they crossed the line, that they died a natural, physical death, and then they died a spiritual death. Though the effects were not all immediate, they crossed the line and couldn't get back to the other side. Be careful when you cross a line. You may enter a danger zone. You may enter a death zone. You may go somewhere you did not want to be. If you read your Bible and uh, you read Ezekiel chapter 18 and around verse 4, it says, Behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Ezekiel 19 and uh, 20, uh, uh, verse 19 and 20 of the same chapter say, Yet say ye, why doth not the Son bear the iniquity of the Father? When the Son hath done that which is lawful and right, and hath kept all my statutes, and have done them, he shall surely live. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. In so many words, this is what this is saying. Uh, to those of you that are mothers and fathers, whatever your children do, you cannot be punished for. To, uh, to it says to children, whatever you do, your parents can't be punished for. And certainly whatever your parents do, you can't be punished for. But certainly we all have to give an account to God for ourselves. Now, this doesn't exclude the fact that sometimes there are uh, repercussions because of people that we associate with. But the truth of the matter, when it comes to heaven and hell, you can't go to heaven for somebody else, and you can't go to hell for somebody else. God knows who to place where. And although we don't have a, hell, a heaven or hell to put anybody in, God does. The good news is that God sees all and knows all. And you can be of the same household. You can be of the same bloodline. But God will not hold you accountable for a line that somebody else crossed. You have to die for your own sins. Somebody said blood is thicker than water. But then somebody else came right behind them and said, there is no blood that is thicker than the blood of Jesus. Now, I know somebody has been waiting for me to say it. There is a thin line between love and hate. You know the song that the persuaders sang. You know the movie, Thin Line Between Love and Hate. A love and hate are two strong emotions. They are two powerful emotions. They are two uh, powerful uh, actions because not only can you say love, but you can express love or feel love. Not only can you say hate, but you can express, express hate or say hate or feel hate. And so love and hate will drive men and women, boys and girls, to cross all types of lines. 
They are emotions that can make you irrational. Love and hate can make you lie, make you cheat, and make you steal. If you love the wrong thing, it can kill you. If you hate the wrong thing, it can kill you. If you love the right thing, it can bring life. If you hate the right thing, it can bring life. There is a thin line between love and hate. And what I want you to know is thin lines exist in this world, and they're all around us, and we've crossed them, and sometimes we cross them and don't even know that we have crossed them. Sometimes you may speak out of turn, and you can cross out of, uh, cross a line. You may think out of turn and cross a line. You can sin and cross a line, or you could uh, commit a sin and not know it. Is this why the school of thought is of sins of omission and sins of commission? Because lines are just that thin. You don't want to be on the wrong side of right. You don't want to be on the right side of wrong. Because you cannot make wrong right, or you cannot make right wrong. First Samuel chapter 20, verse 3. And David swear more ever, and said, Thy father certainly knoweth that I have found grace in thy eyes. And he saith, Let not Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, there is but a step between me and death. Those of us that are in the land of the living or some people said the land of the dying on the way to the land of living, whatever, uh, however you want to say it, there is but a step between us and death. There is a, this is only here a portion of the story. Uh, it is about Saul, King Saul. It's about David, the shepherd boy, and it is about Jonathan, the son of Saul. And certainly time will not permit me to do an extensive Bible study on these three unique characters that would meet up in time. But to make a long story short, God had rejected Saul. David was anointed by Samuel, and Jonathan was in the middle of love and hate. His father, Saul, had hated his friend David, who was once uh, used, who Saul used him to calm the evil spirits that rested upon him as he was uh, rejected uh, by God. And certainly he would call David, the psalmist of Israel, play his string instrument because it was believed at that time that music would drive away evil spirits. Incidentally, I was listening to someone on today, and certainly we have to be careful of music because music uh, can be positive or it can be negative. And this is a, a cultural issue, and uh, the person, uh, Pastor, raised the issue that uh, the music that uh, African Americans um, listen to promote uh, sex, drugs, violence, uh, alcohol, immorality. Uh, the reason that these uh, songs and this music promotes those things is to desensitize our mind so that when we see these things going on, we'll think nothing of it. It's second nature. And certainly you will be driven to participate in those activities because the music has desensitized your mind, your soul, your spirit, and your body. So just a side note, be careful of the music that we are listening to, what we are listening to, what goes into our ear gate, because certainly it will become a part of our lifestyle and who we are, and certainly we'll accept less than what God has for us. But Saul loves Jonathan, and David loves Jonathan. Saul hates David. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Here comes the thin line. You can love someone that is connected to the person that hates you. But here it is, love conquers all. First John 4 
and 7 and tw- through 21 reads this way. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we might have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God, whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him that he who loveth God loveth his brother also. That's extensive reading, but study it and read it and digest the whole word and ask God for understanding and revelation. But back to the story. Here it is. Saul feared David because he was anointed and not rejected. In this season, let me submit to you, God has rejected many. Make no doubts about it. He's rejected many. He has not given many the opportunity to reclaim the place as in in Saul's situation of the throne, but he has not given people the opportunity to reclaim something that they once possessed, something that they once had the rights to, something that they were heir to, perhaps. He has uprooted them. They have lost ground, and now they are jealous and seek the life of God's anointed. And so if you're anointed and chosen by God, run for your life, as in the occasion that David had to run for his life. Sometimes he had to hide, but he was running for his life. His very life was on the line. It was a thin line. It was a step between Jonathan and uh, David and death and life. So we have to make sure that we stay on the run for the Lord. If you care anything about your soul, about your future, about your state of mind, about your state in life, stay on the right side of love. Stay on the right side of fear. Second Timothy 1 and 7, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of, of a sound mind. There are thin lines between love and hate, not as was suggested in the song, but as is suggested in the world that we live in. Matthew 24 and 12 says, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many 
shall wax cold. Because people have evil in their hearts. Because they have iniquity in their hearts. Because we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And until you make that change with God, you will always have that iniquity floating around. Uh, For when I would do right, evil is always present. So don't let the scripture be fulfilled on you as pertaining to love and hate. There are people around you that are sizing up your anointing. They have missed their season. They have missed their hour. They have missed their time. The line was so fine that they crossed it and can't cross back. But the good news is that whom God blesses, no man can curse. Who he curses, no man can bless. And you and I will have many lines to walk in life, many lines to cross or not cross. So some lines that will let you back over and some lines that will not let you back over. Life and death stand before us, naturally and spiritually. Love and hate stand before us. Blessings and curses stand before us. Right and wrong stand before us. Good and evil stand before us. Heaven and hell stand before us. Anointing and rejection stand before us. So be careful when you get to the line. When you get to that tight rope, walk it. Walk a straight line. Come correct, come it all. Deuteronomy chapter 30. See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil, and that I commanded thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. Revelation chapter 3. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, that is true. He that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Thin lines exist in the churches. So much we could say about David, but David made a covenant with Jonathan. It was signed and sealed in love. And if you follow the text, though Saul eventually died because of the hatred and malice and evilness in his heart, Jonathan, his son, also became a casualty of war. Although he was loving, the Bible lets me know that Mephibosheth, if you read a little further, uh, David asked, is there any left of the house of Saul that I can be a blessing to? And so the Bible lets us know that Mephibosheth showed up later on, and he was promised, and he had a seat at the king's table forever. All we have to do on the right side of love, stay on God's side. Don't cross the thin lines because, as I said, thin lines are all around us. Thin lines are there to determine our fate and our destiny. But we thank God for a great God that will able, he's able to give us discernment. He certainly, he's able to deliver us from all evil. He's able to keep us. He's able to keep his word because his word has he remembered to a thousand generations. It's thin lines out there, but we serve a great and marvelous God. Amen. Bye.
studio 619-924-0800 619-924-0800 you certainly can give us a shout out let us know that you're listening leave us a comment uh, we have a few more minutes left to the hour and certainly we are grateful for God to God that we are able to share this time with you here it is, 
We said love conquers all. Dolores, mom, whining. Love lifted me. I will sing it deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the about the blessings and the curses for those in in looking for more 
thin lines you can read and study that there. Again, we thank you all. We ask that you go to the particular show and go to it on social media and share it with your family and your friends and your neighbors. And certainly, they, I'm sure they will be blessed by all those nuggets and those scriptures. Again, thank you for those that have listened in around the world. We have just a few more minutes. And I believe we are going to close another Love Lifted Me version that is from LaShawn Pace. But to do a recap today, I think we uh, we played uh, in your hearing. We don't, don't own the rights to any of the music that you hear today. So uh, we just want it to be a blessing to you. Uh, nothing is our own original music, but we heard uh, He's My Rock from Bree Babineau and we just heard Love Lifted Me from Mom Winans, and certainly we heard from Troy Sneed, Great and Marvelous. And so it is just has been a blessed Saturday afternoon. Let us pray. Again, www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with yours truly, your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. All shows are archived immediately following this episode at the 2 p.m. hour. You can listen to the episode in its entirety. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you, God, for your loving kindness, for your tender mercy. We thank you for your scriptures today that we were able to study and that we were able to define the thin lines that exist between good and evil and right and wrong and uh, left and right and up and down and all those fine lines. And we know that the enemy desires to sift us with wheat. But you said to Peter that you prayed for him, that his faith would fail not. And God, we know that you're still seated on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us, God. We know that we can go boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy in our time of need. We come today knowing that we can cast our cares on you, knowing that you care for us. And so, God, we believe today for every person that's sick and afflicted, every person that's down and out, every person that's suicidal, every person that's homeless or unemployed, God, feel lonely, those that are oppressed and depressed, those that have uh, received bad news, those that are in prison, those that are in the hospital, those that are in the uh, rehab nursing home facility, God. God, we know that you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think, God. We receive your healing today. We receive your blessings and your favor and your honor and your glory, God, for you are great God. And you said that you would not leave us comfortless, God, but you would send us the comfort of the Holy Ghost, God. You said you would not ever leave us. You'd be with us always, even until the end of age. And God, we thank you that you're a very present help in a time of trouble, that we can call on you in the day of trouble and you will deliver us, God. And we, God, we pray that you move by your spirit. You know every need. You know every situation. You know every person, name by name, one by one. God, you know what we all stand in need of. And God, we thank you and we praise you for working it out in advance. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus, that we might have the right to the tree of life. We thank you for the shedding of his blood. We thank you for the remission of our sins, for the forgiveness of our sins. We thank you that Christ is our propitiation. And God, if we fail to ask anything today, please don't fail to grant it. God, bless that in the city, bless in the field, bless coming in and going out. God, make us a blessing to others that when we are blessed, we can bless somebody else. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, love lifted me. God bless you. You have been listening to Global Gospel. There was a time in my life when I did no price. My soul was just like Peter. I was thinking deeper and deeper. But one day I heard about a man who could lift me from sinking sand. So I came down and gave the Lord my heart and the preacher my hand.
back up a praise.